now it's time for another thrilling episode with our guys here at Speakeasy Sports. You guys are archaeologists, like internet archaeologists. Your source for slightly inappropriate and rarely PC sports news, pop culture, and all things in between. Speakeasy Sports. So many naked models, I was I, I didn't know what to do. Welcome We're off to a good start. We're back from a long time away. I forgot you're on the microphones. Welcome back to Speakeasy Sports. Yeah. Oh, whoops. just like riding a bike, you'll be fine. Whoopsies. It's been a long time. Uh, May nineteenth, to be exact, Sean. Yeah. <laughs> just couldn't make it through the dog days. We just we just couldn't record anything. That's all we did. I mean, we just had the same conversations every day. Typical banter. No fights this time, though. Yeah. No fights. God, lots gone on since last time. God, May. We hadn't even watched the finale of Game of Thrones yet. Yeah. It was that night. Oh man. And that was atrocious. <laughs> it was kind of just kind of just like it was the beginning of the end for us. We're like, yeah, we're done. No I, no more of that. We were so just deflated from the uh <laughs> from the end of Game of Thrones that we're just like, fuck it, we're not doing this anymore. <laughs> it was uh, it was wild. We had the baseball season pretty much came and went. Yeah. So Angel- maybe maybe we did it on purpose. Yeah, Angels didn't really do much. There was no uh, football. We did get to go in the field though with Ty Buttry. That was pretty cool. Yeah, that was pretty fun. Get to stand next to Shohei Otani. He's that guy's <laughs> tall. I, you, I mean, you see him on TV and you you know he's tall. But like when you're not when you're on field at field level, you're like Jesus Christ, that guy's tall. Yeah. So shouts to Ty Buttery for getting us on the field. That was pretty awesome. Uh, yeah, he's a really good pitcher. And then football season happened. Actually, last time we talked to you, Antonio Brown had only been on the Raiders for what two months at that point. Yeah, he got signed. No longer a Raider. Now a uh, New England Patriot and possibly not. Yeah, about two hours before we recorded this, the news dropped that uh, Antonio Brown has been accused of rape. Obviously, we gotta before I comment on that fully, I gotta let all sides of that story come out. But uh, I just, I've got a quandary, John. I, I need your help because I feel dirty right now. I just traded Antonio Brown straight up. I traded no, him away to no, get Mike Evans. That's that's how things work, you know. The oh. Patriots trade. The Patriots uh, didn't trade, but Patriots signed him in free agency, and they that they had to eat it. So. Yeah, so that's kind of wild. Um, <clears throat> kind of came out of nowhere. Do you think it would have happened if like he had signed with, say, the Kansas City Chiefs? Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I the, the, you know, reading some of the report, you know, about what the uh, allegations were and why she waited so long to come out. It's, I don't know. I, I could believe what he's saying, where it's a money grab, because it's like after, after, after he already like you know, makes you look like a fool and jacks off on her shoulder like that. It, Weird stuff, dude. And you know what, though, with all the weird crap that happened, I don't, I couldn't, I wouldn't put it aside him be, be doing that. But she, ha- she's, you know, then comes back out and stays with him and stuff like that. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it's bizarre. This whole thing's bizarre. It's still fresh. I guess we all wait for some of the news to come out. But goodness, it's uh, <laughs> like I don't know what to do. Like the trade processed at like twelve fifteen this morning, Tuesday, as we're recording this, and. Gosh, like I'm not gonna trade. I'm not gonna reverse it. No, but I think I might give him the opportunity to be like, okay, that's kind of that's shitty. That's shitty. Maybe trade me back Robert Woods or I think he's Allen Robinson. Maybe I'll do that, or maybe we do feats of strength for the the rights to to. I don't think. I mean, honestly, the who knows what's gonna happen with this. But at the same time, 
I don't. I wouldn't feel bad about it at all. You made a trade to get the guy off the roster to a guy who really wanted him, and he had the opportunity to to pull that and say he didn't want it. Yeah, I just. I think it's because I'm the commissioner, <laughs> and so like I feel I feel pretty dirty about it. To be honest, it's like. I mean, I don't know. And this guy's like the last place team. You know, he's got freaking just demoralized in week one. And now he just basically traded his first or second round pick for nothing. Yeah, I don't know. Which it, is too bad. So, I mean, at least he's going to miss maybe, some time. Maybe I'm just heartless, but I'd say fuck it. He, he made the <laughs> trade. So I got to think about it. Like, I legit submitted a question to one of the fantasy shows I listened to, the fantasy footballers. I was like, yeah, you got to help me because I feel like really dirty. <laughs> like, wh- what do I do here? Feats of strength might be fun. Yeah, like like all right, man. We'll we'll kick field goals or we'll do something like for the rights to to bear Mike Evans' arms. Jesus. Yeah. Oh my. Well, fantasy went well for our league of record on sportsmanlike conduct. Here, uh, you're in second place. Yeah, I'm yeah. in first place. Dropped a 200 piece on some though. That felt that so was, good. That was crazy. You, <laughs> it was like the stars aligned for you, and, and everybody just was performing. And then on top of that, like the Saints get to come back and win on Monday Night Football, so it's not yeah. insult to injury for her. Yeah, so smooth it over for you. you know? Smooth it over Saturday. It was smooth <laughs> it over Monday night for me. It was wild. Uh, football season's back, and it's kind of nobody got really gotten hurt too bad this year. Like uh, well, like Tyreek Hill's supposed to be out for a couple weeks. Yeah, like Foles broke his collarbone. Yeah. There's a couple injuries week one, but a lot of the injuries happen in the preseason. Yeah, just a lot of, yeah. I mean, like, like uh, we had the same thing happen last year, though. But it was, I remember it was last year, the year before, it was like, it was so many players were yeah. injured. So I mean, many stars. I think it was stars. last year, but I can't remember. Well, I know Jarek McKinnon was last year. And that yeah, was, it might have been the year before with OBJ. Was OBJ like when he missed like that in Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, maybe. Okay, maybe. It might have been that, but it was, it was wild that it was like, I mean, it's, oh, we got breaking news on Antonio Brown. No, oh, it's the same shit. CBS just get 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 your everybody's, shit together. CBS. Everybody's slowly but surely coming out with it. New York Times was like the first one to post it. Then TMZ, and then it's like everybody else. If it's on TMZ, it has to be true, right? Right. I mean, it, yeah. it kind of has to be. They right? do they do diligent research. They're like one of the the epitomes, the pinnacle of uh, well, of journalism. Well, and Harvey will remind you too. Like he's he's a lawyer. Yeah. So he's he's making sure that he's not putting anything out there that can get him like in some kind of libel or slander. I forget which one's which. I think libels when you say it, slanders when you write it. I can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember. But it was, oof, Antonio Brown. What's his What's his thirty for thirty called? I don't know. I was like, I was like, oh, this is gonna be a wild story. This is gonna be like that, uh, like <laughs> Mr. Brown's wild, ride. highest paid wide receiver in the NFL history <laughs> to all of a sudden homeless. I don't know. It's Shit, uh, it, I, I mean, I don't think he's gonna get booted out of the league, you know. But he'll he'll serve a suspension for sure. I mean, it. He's even if he didn't do it, the NFL has a tendency to suspend those guys. So, yeah, I mean, even before the video came out with Ray Rice, weren't they talking about like a two game suspension based on just the allegations? Yeah. So, yeah, it's kind of I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. Um, The Patriots look just fine without him, to be honest. So I guess it really doesn't matter there. Philip Dorsett looking looking pretty good, which is odd for me to say. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it wasn't a bad game. Honestly, if it was, if anything, it was bad for the Steelers. I think the Steelers were just really like absolute looked like absolute crap. James Conner didn't really do anything, but he was down like fourteen points so fast that I don't think James Conner even had a shot to get going in that game. They had well, to start throwing. They weren't throwing to Juju, which was what really weird to me. Like they weren't really putting the ball out to him. I don't know if that was coverage or what it was, but it's got to be right because I mean we've talked about it before. I feel like the the way the Patriots are so successful is that they are successfully able to take out the best player on the other team yeah huh, it's probably what it was i wasn't really paying attention to the to what who was running with him but 
I just kept, I kept looking and I'm like, dude, because you know Dave's got Juju on his roster, and I was like, dude, you're not getting any points from Juju. What the hell's going on? So, excuse me. Yeah, I don't know. I it, it's it was an interesting weekend. Um, there wasn't a ton. I mean, the Browns lost. That yeah, was a lot kinda, of blowouts this weekend. Yeah, Browns lost. The you know, the the one that was kind of disappointing to me was that uh, that Rams game because like it just seemed like that game was going on forever. Yeah. And then like you look at like the Rams, the Rams win, but you look at their stats, and they really didn't do anything. Like they, they I can't remember what the stat line was for Goff, but it's like he hardly he, like two hundred yards or something like that. It's like ridiculous. He's probably sore from counting all his money. <laughs> probably. I don't know. It's like the the Cowboys really impressed me. Like they Cowboys were like came, the, I mean the most exciting game was New Orleans. I mean that that thing they, that game they, was great. They changed the exchanged the lead like five different times throughout that game. But like how good really is Dallas? I mean they they crushed up on the Giants. I mean how good really is Baltimore? They crushed up on the Dolphins. Right. So I don't know. It's like it's people people always like overreact. Well, yeah. It's knee jerk. Everybody and and we always have to remind ourselves too for fantasy. Like week one, it's it's gonna happen. You got a lot of guys who, you know, they they went maybe and did one walkthrough, maybe did some of the practices. Some of these guys haven't even taken like first team reps the whole entire offseason. Yeah, that that Green Bay Chicago dog shit <laughs> football game we had to watch. Well, yeah, that, I mean, you got you got guys out there who basically have either played very minimally or just kind of are getting their feet back under them, and then. It's week one. Everybody's everybody's trying out new schemes. Everybody's trying out this new shit on the field, and you just got to kind of wait and see what happens. So, yeah, like like the Patriots just used the hell out of Rex Burkhead. Like that was bizarre. <laughs> that was weird. I've never seen, and he was being used as like a slot receiver too. Yeah. And it's like I've never seen him. He's not wearing the he's not wearing the uh, the neck brace thing. So that's kind of a little weird. The Patriots without Antonio Brown look like a team that cannot be stopped at all. It's kind of crazy. It's. <laughs> they, they're they're just really well. I mean, offense and defense. The defense got better this year too. Yeah. I mean, we lost our center because of the because the uh, was it lung blood clots or whatever. Yeah. But you know, for for defense wise, we're you know our tackles were new. We got two new rookies left and right. I think, and they're really good. We got a, a rookie cornerback or yeah, second year cornerback. We got the McCordys out there. I'm starting. Yeah. To, I'm starting to get sold on uh, on Stefan Gilmore. I always thought he was. I'm not saying I ever thought he was bad, but I never thought he was as good as he got credit for. Yeah. And I'm starting to come around on him. It, I mean, they just looked really good. They, they they were getting good reads. And like I said, I don't know if that was us or if that was the Steelers, but I'll, I'll give it to us. Oh, no, it was happy football's back. We had the, the speakeasy was open for business. Your pops came over with his friend. That was fun. That was cool. We just like, kind of just did our thing. Just like hung out and watched TV and didn't pay 5 $6 a beer. So I don't know. It's, I, I love football season. Because I don't have any hope. Like when the Lions were up 18 points in the fourth quarter on Sunday, I had a pretty good idea how that game was going to end. I didn't know if we would fully blow it, which we almost did. Stafford, almost on cue, I was like, God, Stafford hasn't had that Stafford well, stupid it, throw. I yet. don't think it was. I don't think it was Stafford. I think the biggest bonehead move was Amendola not running out of bounds. Yeah, but we should never have been in that situation, anyways. Well, I mean, that's true. But at the same time, like you're you're a receiver. You've been in the league for how many years? And you're down by that much, or you're down, but you only have so much time on the clock, and you're yeah. not going to run out of bounds. Come on, like, like on the flip side, in that on that Houston New Orleans ending play, like what is Houston doing? They gave <laughs> New Orleans like everybody knew what New Orleans wanted to do. They wanted to throw a five or six, you know, seven yards. I think was how far away they were mm-hmm. from Will Lutz's range. And Drew Brees like saw it and he just like audibles to it. He's like, okay, if you're gonna. And then Michael Thomas just lays right down and Drew open. Brees already calling timeout. It took four seconds. 
A lot of bonehead plays, but like I said, it's the week one, so some people are still kind of knocking the cobwebs off. I, I feel like that's every time. Every time week one comes around, everybody's so excited because football's back that they have all these expectations that their team's going to do this and all this is going to happen. And then when it doesn't happen or some some something happens like a bonehead mistake, they just lose their shit. And I think that that's more just you know, hey, drop your anticipation a little bit, and you know your your team's going to be fine. They lose week one, that you know there's. There's been teams that have lost the first three, four weeks and gone on to play in the Super Bowl. So sure, uh, neither of those teams, the Lions or the Browns, though. So, <laughs> yeah. so I, I think I finally got Dave to come around, and I'm not saying to, to know that his team is bad, but just to well, he knows hope for the best, but not to believe the hype that was being built up. Well, the Browns. he didn't. He, honestly, he didn't believe the hype this year. Like I, I kept bringing up to him different articles that were coming up and things that we you know, read jumped on the on the the Browns, you know, hype train this year. As, along with a bunch of other people and I, I brought up to him all these things and he's like yeah i really wish people wouldn't and he goes because we're not going to be great and the fact is all these people are going to jump on the bandwagon and start getting all these other people including myself hyped up and then he realized you know going into the season he's like no dude i don't think we're gonna do that great he's like he, he's he's still on the boat that they're gonna win more than eight games yeah, see, I'm still under. <laughs> Baker Mayfield just didn't show me anything in that game. I, he looked like crap. I, I have want, him, I, have I want him to do well, but he just made some really stupid throws. He looked really immature. He was holding on the ball way too long. I have him in one of the leagues, but I kind of had to pick somebody, and he was there. Yeah, I I, I have him and Jameis Winston. So Oof. I mean, of course, I'm going to play Baker Mayfield. Yeah, you should just drop Jameis Winston. He's bad at football. Yeah, well, I don't know, Jameis Winston. Well, that other league though, I was looking. It's like you had Cam Newton was a total stinker. You had. Uh, I think Russell Wilson was on the bench. Yeah, you had Cam Newton sucked for you. You had somebody else and only had like six points, and then you still put up like one sixty something. Yeah, I didn't draft bad teams. I just got you for like week one. You know, of course, problems, having problems with my quarterbacks and stuff week one. But you know, you can work that shit out, trades or whatever. You know, that's what I'm gonna rely. You on. should trade a guy that's about to be accused of rape without knowing. <laughs> it, it it is a liberating experience. I'm on board with that. I'm on board with that comment I told you about earlier. Where the, I'd rather watch three hours of Dante Moncrief dropping passes than ever hear another Antonio. Did anybody story. lower their stock like any more over the weekend than Dante Moncrief? He's got like fed targets, and it's like okay, he sucks. Yeah, he's. I mean, he's been bad. I don't understand why. I don't understand. I don't but understand he's, why anybody still. Dave like loves him though, so good for wow. Dave. I, I hope he. I hope he pops. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> Maybe he knows something we don't. Maybe he's a late bloomer, and we'll see Dante Moncrief catching passes. But yeah, it was. It's been bizarre, and I don't know. Like I, for me, like I, I love the fantasy aspect of it because it, that's like where I actually have a shot to win. Because the Lions, I think, are going to be God probably last place in the division. I don't know. Like Minnesota well, so looked really it's good. The, it's the great, no, great. It's the great equalizer for a lot of people. I mean, you get people who are like Dolphins fans, like you know that, and you know, I know he's not here, but he, you know, that really kind of like have no expectations of their season ever, and even when they get good players, are just like, yeah, whatever, and then they get fantasy football, and there's some hope, there's some excitement there, right? So, and for the people, there's some people who take it too serious, but it's just like for for our leagues that we have, like that. We're in a league at Tuss and Bruco, and it's so fun, dude. Like, I, I love that little group. It's just like, we just talk shit. It's all we do. I was talking shit through the microphone hosting trivia last night. <laughs> like, as soon as I started, because I start right at 8, and it just happened to be a commercial break. I was like, perfect, because I usually just wait for the first commercial. And I pick up the mic, and I usually start off, you know, it's 7.30, it's Monday night, it's time for live team trivia. And this time I was like, it's 8 o'clock, I got two things for you. First, it's time for live team trivia. Also... 
Reminder, Raiders fans, it's 8 o'clock. It is time to go outside and call and check in with your parole officers. <laughs> and like Ouija and, and them are all standing over there. I'm just like talking trash. And... No, I... Brutal. Yeah. Dude, I love... Like football season trivia is like stealing money. Like I just sit there and... Next question. Time's up. Categories are... That's all I do. I just sit there and then I, I collect pieces of paper and I make $60 for an hour and a half of work. That's awesome. It's, That's it's wild. It's wild football season. I sit there and then people buy me beers. I just like sit there. I'm like, let's do it. Keep them coming. I'll drink them as long as you keep having them there. <laughs> there was one last night, Sean. This question was, uh, it was uh, this is our, our trivia question of the day for everybody. How many combined nipples between Mark Wahlberg and Harry Styles? I have no idea. Well, Mark Wahlberg has three nipples, and Harry Styles has four. I learned that last night. Oh, my God. That was an honest-to-God question. <laughs> well, the actual, the actual question was who has more, but it was a second-half question. I'm like, I'm not giving a 50-50 in the sixth round out of six. Like, no, I'm not. No. We'll add them combined. I had no clue. I knew I had, somebody had to either have be short nipples or have extra nipples. <laughs> and it, it turns out both of them do. So That's wild. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and apparently it's like a semi-common thing. It like looks like two little growths. On, I, I looked up a picture of both Mark Wahlberg and Harry Styles shirtless. So and on my work laptop, so might not like, have been a good like, idea. Is like Mark Mark Wahlberg's just kind of floating somewhere? Or? I don't know, like his was yeah. Well, he's kind of got the same deal, but like yeah, it's like uh, Harry Styles has the two. You can see him. It's uh, he looks like a cow. no areolas or anything, just nipples. Did, no, we did I it, man. Wanna, I don't want to think about this. We haven't been on the air since May. We haven't we haven't put a podcast out since May, and the first time back, we're talking about Harry Styles' nipples. Oh, and Dave isn't even here. Right. Dave's smallest, tiniest nipples in the entire world, Reichman. <laughs> I don't think we should be talking about that either. Let's, uh, let's bring that one back here. and uh, I don't know. It's, it's just funny. It's, this time of year is just fun because... I'm gearing up for basketball season. I love basketball season. I know we don't share that love, but baseball in October comes around the same time that hockey and basketball come back. Yeah, I'm excited for hockey. And I'm really excited. Uh, not for the Red Wings or anything like that, but I, I've got to go to a game. we got to go to that that Angel or Angels Ducks-Wings game. Yeah. we got to see what night that is. Plan that out ahead of time. I know Jimmy and Gabby are going. it be fun. It's usually a shit show down there, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see if we can sneak some uh, some cheap seats. <laughs> we'll see what night of the week that is. If it's a Monday, I'm, there'll be a riot if I miss trivia again. But the, uh, the one thing I did want to bring up to you, and then all of a sudden Antonio Brown got accused of rape. We were talking about this a little bit before. Do you, do you actually think that the Patriots and Antonio Brown had, had worked out this grand scheme to get him to... I don't know. The, rumor, the rumors are out there that basically he wanted to be on that team from the get-go, and then when he got picked up by the Raiders, he was like, well, I'll give this a shot. You know, and see how it works. And then he showed up and realized, like, no, I don't like the way this organization's run. So, I don't know. I, I was talking to somebody about that as a, today. As a, if I believed, if I believe stuff like that, then I have to believe that that happens more often than what just happened. You know what I mean? Right. So, although this is just like wild, the type of shit that he went through, like the freezing of his feet, the helmet, you know, bullshit, the you know, almost fighting the general manager. But I mean, if you want out. How do you how do you get out? You know, I was reading this story about how he like went on a podcast with James Harrison, who like basically did the same thing, like threw a temper tantrum in, you know, in in Pittsburgh and ended up getting released, I believe, and then signed right with the Patriots. So it's it, it, it was a 
it was a story I thought was going to be real interesting going forward. Uh, it has come to a crashing halt yeah, we'll have with to this wait. news. We'll have to wait and see what happens. There's a lot, the dust will have to settle here first. If the Patriots are guilty, I bet they're behind this uh, this leak of, of this accusation coming out at this exact moment in time. Why? Why? Why would they do that to themselves? It doesn't make because sense. now they can just cut the cord and be like, "Oh shit, we didn't know," and just yeah. get rid of them and out of sight, out of mind. They're not going to look into those uh, tampering charges. I don't think anybody's really going to be looking into that anyway. Like the, the people that would have to push that through would be the Raiders and like like Gruden and uh, Gruden and Mayock were just basically like, "We don't want to talk about it anymore. Let's get let's, this is over." Because you know? there was that whole shit too about the legality of uh, Antonio Brown like recording John Gruden. And then putting it in that. Yeah. That was a very quickly made hype video. Hey, he's got, I mean, he's got social media people working for him, obviously. So he's got somebody out there doing that. I'm, I'm surprised nobody told him, though, like in California, it's illegal to record somebody. Like, yeah. So I've got to imagine, because if you listen to it too, somebody gets him on the line, gets Gruden on the line. I got to imagine that Gruden knows that that was a recorded call. Yeah. Like, so, that, like that's got to be his agent putting him on the phone and saying that they were, he's recording the call. Like, you would something. hope. I would, you, if it's, you if would the hope. agent's getting him on the phone, I would hope. Yeah. That's one way to let your uh, your old employer that you <laughs> spurned for a, another team. Wow. It's, who would have thunk? I mean, it was uh, he was barely a Patriot for longer than he was a Bill. <laughs> I don't know. He, they, I haven't seen that they cut him. I think they're willing to, I mean, with, the, with they were willing to put up with the shit that was going on before. I think they'd be willing to ride this out and see what I happens. think rape's different. So... I, I think, think what they're hoping for is the NFL comes in quickly and puts him on that commissioner's exemplist or whatever. Mm. So he still would technically be theirs if he's found to not be. I don't know, though. This isn't a good look. It, it's The optics are not good on this one for Antonio no, I, Brown. But, but I think that he's the type of player where they might be willing to like go ahead and write it out. What I'm saying is they got, they're hoping that the NFL probably does something. But And why know. wouldn't they be? I mean, Antonio Brown is like one of the best, if not the best, wide receiver in football the last eight right. years. And that's what I'm saying. They and that's why, like, I, I, with the whole, with the whole Raiders thing, I didn't really understand the play from my May, Mike Mayock. Like, okay, I understand you're mad at the guy for not showing up to practices and stuff. So reprimand him, and you got to make, you got to show him, you know, show the rest of the players that they're going to get punished too if they don't show up. So maybe have a conversation with Antonio. Hey, dude, we're going to find you, but we need to do this because it's all about you know the team, and we want the team to realize that this is a team thing, and you know, it's no nothing against you, nothing personal. We're not a personal attack. You know, explain it out to the guy. He may still not like it, but then when he got fined and he comes out and starts talking to you about it, he gets into a, like an argument. Mayock gets into an argument with him. Like that's not so. You're you're a GM. You should just be like, dude, we're not having this conversation. Yep. You know, have, talk to your agent. Have your agent talk to the team, and we'll see what goes on. Like, yeah, it was kind of bizarre too. I mean, it's, and then it's almost like the thirty million dollars. Like right, right after they said, okay, he's going to play Monday. So we announced that he's going to play Monday. Then you yank his thirty million dollar guarantee. You think he's going to want to play Monday for yeah. you? Come on, like, yeah. I think they knew at that point that was going to start the the chain of events that was going to get him to finally be gone and not their problem anymore. I think they got caught between a rock and a hard place because from the shit of Hard Knocks was terrible this year. It was absolutely I terrible. I, I watched I the couldn't first. I watched the first it. episode. I couldn't even watch the rest. I I gave myself through halfway through the third one and I just couldn't anymore because like the the Antonio Brown like ego stroking. By John Gruden was just disgusting. Well, and there was like I didn't I didn't watch any of the other ones. I just watched the first one, and there were like there really wasn't anything that happened that was interesting to me. That was pretty much every episode. There was like nothing that happened this like, year. It was bas- it was basically just like Carr talking about how he was really in, you know excited about the season, excited about the team. As Gruden, you know, being Gruden, being grumpy and like you know yelling at the guys and trying to rally them up and rile them up. And then you know obviously they had Antonio Brown. They got to talk about him and Perfect and all that other shit. 
It was just like filler stuff, but there was no actual like when you watch the Browns one, the Browns one actually had some content. Well, she had Kajust, and then who was the dude that was like giving the math classes? The lineman. Oh yeah, I can't remember his name, but he was doing the he was doing yeah, business, business it, courses. I think he ended up. I think he, ended, he got cut, and he ended up on the Buccaneers. I think maybe I don't know. But you know what I'm talking about, like right? Like a defensive back or something. No, he's like, like a D lineman, I think. Yeah, a white D lineman. But he was doing he was doing business classes for everybody, telling them how to mm-hmm. invest their money and yep. all that stuff. So, yeah. Oh yeah. And he was showing, and he did like that thing about uh, like social media. If you spend X amount of hours per day on it, that's this many hours per week. That's this many per month, which is this many per year. It's like whoa, okay. <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah, that guy. That guy was a stud. You need you need characters like that. But they put all their eggs in that basket. They, they of had that. The, they had that kid with the uh, the one that was from. Uh, yeah, that's what I was about to talk. Last oh, chance, you. Last chance, you. Yeah, and that was interesting, kind of. But then, like, it, like, it was so short lived. They're like, okay, yeah, here's the guy from Heart, like, or you know, Last Chance, you, and he's gone. Yeah, it was like it's like they they tried to force the story, and they're like, oh, this guy actually has zero work ethic and is just lazy. God, that was, it was, it was so bad too. Because I remember seeing him on on Last Chance, you, and he was just like that. But like he started getting it towards the end, and I felt like, man, this guy actually has a chance to make it in the NFL if he keeps up his work ethic. But no, he went right back to what he was in the beginning of the last chance you, where he wasn't showing up and stuff like that. And oh, I'm late. You know, why are you showing up late to training? Like, yeah, you you, you just hurt yourself. If you're showing up late to that. Like, come on. I think that white guy that was is on the Bucks. I think his first name was Carl. My brain's trying to trend that way. <laughs> I'm gonna have to look that up before we're done with this. But that's the kind of thing we're still talking about that. You know, a year later, right? We're, we're talking about that, but Carl Nassib. I well, think it's like Carl Nassib. It I think was, the, was his name. And I mean, obviously, with Baker being a rookie, it was kind of interesting too. But it was like Baker and the the four quarterbacks that were sharing the bus together or whatever. Yeah, the RV. Yeah, that was yeah. kind of interesting because all those guys were like working together. I mean, obviously, you have you had Hugh Jackson, which was kind of a <laughs> guy's kind of a joke, but his drama with his mom at the beginning and his sister. Or it was mom, sister, and brother. I can't remember. I was trying to think though, like. Uh, how many years do you get when you get a new coach? What do you mean? When you get a new coach, how long, how long are you able to be exempt from hard knocks? Is it two seasons after new coach or only in the first season with the head coach? I don't know. Because I think the Giants could have been... I would have rather seen Saquon Barkley and Daniel Jones and all that than the Raiders. Yeah, I don't know what the rules... I, I know NFL has that. They, they don't want to like come in and disrupt you over the first couple of years. The Lions don't really have any characters. They have more talent for sure, but I just don't know who's like the character on that team. That'd be fun to watch. Yeah. Because there were, I think the Redskins were an option, but there's not me. Nobody on that team really. No. Josh but, Norman's his his act has gone tired. Maybe the 49ers. I mean, it might, might have been interesting. Yeah, I think Jimmy they were G. possible too, right? Yeah, because yeah. it's second year for Shanahan. Would have been interesting to see Jimmy G out there. That would have. Yeah, it's just I was. I mean, obviously they're going to go to the Raiders. They're going to Vegas, and they're trying to start building that. But man, John Gruden was trying too hard to be John Gruden. You miss nothing. Do not catch up on it. No, I mean, I I, I literally listened to John Gruden interviews, and I just <laughs> imagine that's pretty much what the entire season is. Yeah, so, yeah, it was it was pretty bad. I, I watched the Gruden grinder from time to time. I understand how the guy how the guy operates. Hey, come on, man. Hey, come on, knock on wood if you're with me. That was the thing. He's like, knock on wood if you're with me. Knock on wood if you're with me. Uh, Derek Carr's kids are really cute, and yeah. he's a really good father. That is what I got from Hard Knocks that this was, year. Yeah, I saw that. That was pretty cool. I have I have 100 gotten on the bandwagon of being a Derek Carr supporter. I think he's getting he's very similar to me of like the almost. Because he hasn't really gotten to the playoffs and, and and failed yet, like Romo, but he's very similar to me as Romo. Like, he just gets... Everybody talks shit in Derek Carr. Well, Derek Carr, I think he... I, I liked him when he first came out, and I think the, the biggest thing for him is when he broke his arm or leg or whatever. Yeah, his leg. leg. When he broke his leg. 
Because ever since then, it's like he has never been the same. That was an MVP season. Yeah, he's never he's never been the same. I mean, he's still he's still got an arm, and you can see it. But I don't think he like he doesn't run around as much as he was. He's not he's well, he's not as mobile. And he doesn't have that many options, like many seem, weapons, and he doesn't seem as confident. Like that's the number one thing. Like he doesn't seem, and that's true. He doesn't have the the, the like weapons. they traded Cooper on him last year. He had like the corpse of Michael, Michael Crabtree, Crabtree for a while. Yeah. I mean, but. You know he's and got they, Tyrell Williams they went, now. They went and got him the the Antonio Brown expecting Antonio Brown. Expecting I think he's got some was. ballers, dude. I think that Darren Waller's going to be a stud, and I really like Tyrell Williams and that Josh Jacobs kid. Looks like yeah. he can handle a full load, so they'll be balanced. Yeah, I like Derek Carr, man. I want, I'm rooting for him. I, I just just everything I saw with him, with his kids, with other kids, with the fans. And I know a lot of that's cut for media, but I've never seen any videos of Derek Carr like. Like disrespecting anybody, anything like that. No, he's always seemed like a pretty good guy. I mean, even listening to him talk about the Antonio Brown. He's got some lush freaking eyelashes, man. That's why everybody says he wears eyeliner. Eyeliner. He's he's a guy liner. (laughs) No, but that's why. Like even with his his response to Antonio Brown last night, because he you know it's the first game of the season. He knows in the interview that's going to be the the number one question. He he basically was just like, hey, I'm going to address the the elephant in the room. He's not here. He's not going to be here. Like yeah. But you know they were friends, and so he he treated him right. He's like, hey, you know, I wish him well, and you know he did he didn't want to be part of the team. He didn't want to be part of the team. If you if forget all the rules, like if you got to pick, like what team this year that you could have watched in Hard Knocks? I, I think I already said 49ers. Probably. 49ers is one. I mean, not just my, not just more. the eligible teams of all teams. I it, I would say 49ers, but I'd probably also say maybe the Colts. Like Colts would have been kind of interesting because they're kind of going through a rebuilding. And this I is guess be- when it this started, would been, this would have been before yeah. with Andrew Luck, so it would have been him coming coming back. See, and- I could see that too because they're like a team. I mean, now granted, I think because they made the playoffs or whatever, they yeah. they, they were ineligible. But that'd be interesting because that was a team a lot of people thought were going to win the Super Bowl before Andrew Luck retired. They yeah. thought they were legitimately well, a that's contender. The, that's the that was another weird storyline. I mean, weird but understandable. The guy decides, hey, I'm going to retire. I, compl- I completely understand. I don't think he's done. Just like I don't think Gronk's done. Yeah. He teased a week 14 return today. You see that? I saw that on Barstool. He was talking to Portnoy about it or whatever. I immediately started pulling all the beer cans out of the keg grater. We're going to need to get a new keg in there. <laughs> it's an inside joke. Sean bet me because I picked up Rob Gronkowski kind of as a joke because my team's just that good in that league. I've got an extra roster spot, so I just did it. Um, but I, I picked up Rob Gronkowski, and he's like, dude, he's like, not even a bet. Like, if Rob Gronkowski plays for the Patriots this season, I will buy you a keg. <laughs> and that's a $120 investment for Sean. Yeah. I Could mean, be 160 but I get a cute little discount. Well, you know, I win because I get Gronk back on the field for a little while. But no, I, I, and I don't think he will, dude. After reading the story about how he was, like, staying up at night because of the injury, like, because the, the liquid in his head was causing so much pain and all that, like, I don't think he's going to want to go back for that. Let's just say week 10, the NFL allows the use of CBD for for players. I think he's he back would. on the team within would, four hours. But that's not going to happen. It's <laughs> never going to happen. The NFL, the NFL, out of all the leagues, will probably be the last one to allow things like that. Yeah, I have... I, I can't... I, God, I'm terrible with names because I don't watch WWE anymore. But he, like, called somebody out. Oh, like know. a WWE star. I don't know. So he's, he's setting that up. So yeah. it looks like I'm wrong. But hey, you know what? Why not? <laughs> well, Why he's, not? He's already been at that WrestleMania and tackled somebody, so you know who knows. That was when he was coming back from an injury too, wasn't it? Weren't the Patriots kind of a little little iffed about that at WrestleMania? Yeah, I don't know if like, I don't know if he was just coming back from an injury or he was like a couple weeks back, like he'd been yeah. playing, but he went out and they were a little pissed off that he kind of participated. Plus, he didn't ask for permission. So usually, you go to your team like, "Hey, I'm going to do this thing," like it, even if it's just like a promo, you know, whatever. Yeah. What's before we wrap it up here? It's, I was I always like this one because this is this is how I take football season early and look at it. Like what 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 is like one thing you're you're excited to look at or or 
whether it's a player or something, is there like a team or, or somebody you're interested in seeing next week to see how it goes or a player? Uh, well, I'm interested to see what's going to happen with Demarius Thomas now that he's on the, on the jets. So I think he's, I think he's going to probably steal a lot from Robbie Anderson. And I think you're going to see probably him become the number one wide receiver there. Yeah. Like, I think for me, what I'm curious to see is like, gosh, like, like some of these teams just like Cam Newton, for example, like they're going to be back at home. I believe again next weekend. Um, but Cam, Cam, I mean, that's not Cam. He looked terrible, but Christian McCaffrey looked great. But Cam, Cam's one of those guys uh, that's polarizing. That I, when he's on, man, he is just so fun to watch. I know you did your song, but you drafted him too. Yeah, I drafted him. I, I, I felt like he, he had enough targets and he had a good enough team this year to make it happen. I, we'll see. I mean, the story still could be written and next, next, you know, next Sunday or whatever it is that they're playing. I think they're, wait, they're playing Thursday? They're playing Thursday. I think they're playing Thursday. I think they are playing Thursday. So, you know, short rest or whatever, but still, I mean, who knows? I think they might have a chance to actually do something. I, I, I'm still holding out hope for Cam, but I think I still got Russell Wilson as the backup in there. And you know, I'm curious to bad. see week two of Skyler or Skyler, Kyler Murray. He did he threw not, the ball like 54 times. He, uh, yeah, but you know what? He didn't look as good as I think everybody's giving him credit for. Because like I heard, I'm hearing all these guys on the radio like, "Wow, it was a really great, impressive showing for his first outing." And I was like, "I don't, I was watching the the game, and he did not look good. He he was getting tackled and decimated by tackles." The he fantasy was, footballers gave an honest take on him because they're they all are from they they are from like Arizona that area specifically Scottsdale like out there, and they said that he looked terrible for three quarters and then benefited from from overtime as well. But I think I think that's why I'm curious to see how he does because how much of that was first game jitters? Yeah, and 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 you know what I, he's it's his first time seeing real reps in in real time, and I get that. But like I just I didn't appreciate like the way the the, the pundits or the, the these talking heads were. Oh yeah, it was a really great showing for Kyler Murray. They're, they want Kyler Murray to do well because they want a rookie quarterback like that. They want a storyline. But I honestly think if he keeps playing the way he did for the first three quarters, or you know, for what I saw, he's not gonna he's not gonna last. He's gonna he's gonna be just a fizzle out first year guy. You know. He got lucky too because because he was playing against the Lions and their head coach is not a defensive minded head coach. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we went out and got him and he blew an eighteen point four quarter lead. But. I don't know. I, Lamar Jackson. That's one I'm curious to see. Yeah. Well, I, I I think he did well. I don't know if he'll be able to sustain the same throughout the whole season. No. But He's but like it was the first player ever with a perfect passer rating with 300 or more yards. Yeah. I mean, it was it was amazing. It was great to watch. You know, and it was it was fun. But I don't. I mean, obviously, he, obviously, he'll hope he does well. I think I think it'll be interesting to see if Patrick Mahomes has as a regression. I mean, he a little bit in game one, but I think he still played about as well as he could. Yeah, I mean, he still had a bunch of yards. It's I'm curious to see if Sammy Watkins can stay healthy. That's another story because Tyreek they, just went down. There's yeah, six seven weeks or something. There's like hoping that. they can avoid surgery, is what I read. Yeah, well, the, Sammy came out today and said that it looks like it's probably going to be six seven weeks. So Sammy Watkins, man, it's it, that was bizarre. Him and Deshaun Jackson the same week just going off. I think that I think that the other story that I'm I mean I'm I'm not on the Browns hype train, but I, I thought they would do better than they did, and I think they still can. I think one I think Baker Mayfield's kind of got a chip on his shoulder, and he thinks that he's probably better than he is this season. But with and probably has a little bit more confidence with Odell there, which is probably taking away from him, you know, playing the game. But I mean, Odell didn't look bad. He got some. He got some sweet catches out there. Yeah, you can only go as far as your quarterback takes you. Um, the Browns aren't a bad football team. No, they I are think, a very talented. I think, I think football on paper, team. they have a lot of talent. I think they just need to get out of their own heads. I, I, I honestly think it's they. They the, they're buying into the hype. I just honestly believe that's a cursed franchise. I just think it's so poorly run from the top all the way down to the front office. Like you know, like the the lower peons if you would there 
But the players, it doesn't matter how much talent you have in that team. They can't freaking win. I don't know. I, I feel like I feel like the talent's there. I feel like something something needs to give. And if it's Kitchens or whatever, but I don't know. I it, it'll be interesting to see. I think they can win some games this season. I do too. It's it's just, it's with Baltimore being in that division and looking strong. Pittsburgh's always strong. Well, but Pittsburgh wasn't game one either, and they look like absolute dog shit. And they looked worse than the Browns. So if we go off of that first the first game and we go by that theory, then the Browns have a chance. You know, was that game at New England? Yeah, yeah. Because I mean. Ben always sucks on the road. I think that's pretty pretty well known. But I mean, the Patriots, nothing from them. Nothing from f- them. You played fifty percent of your games on the road. Ben so. Roethlisberger is a good quarterback. James Conner is a good running back. Juju Smith-Schuster is a good wide receiver. They have no, plenty I, of talent in that team, can, and the I Patriots make, shut it I down. Make, I can make the same argument for the Browns, but again, again, I mean, I don't know what the Browns' schedule is like too. So I think it, I think it depends if they have an easy schedule going forward. Yeah, it's just something to look at. I mean, for Dave's sake, I hope they get to five hundred. I'd love to see him go to the playoffs just to see the look on his face, but. It'll be interesting too to see now what the Jaguars do because that rookie quarterback, that backup that yeah, came Gardner out, Minshew, yeah, came out and looked like amazing apparently. So we'll see. And then they picked up uh, the backup for the Steelers, whatever uh, his name was, Josh Dobbs out of Tennessee. Yeah, yeah. it'll so be interesting. Be, they'll be playing with a with a limping squad basically. So it'll yeah, be interesting. it'll be wild. I I love football season like for no other reason that it's like it's impossible for any other sport to generate this many headlines after one day. You know, and that, that's what I love about football. It, it runs the freaking well, it's, media. It's, it's it's passion in America. I mean, that's like baseball is America's like pastime. You know, but for, like is for the summer. But I mean, in football. You talk about it all year round. If baseball wanted to do what the NFL is able to do by generating them those many storylines, they'd have to play a doubleheader every Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, I mean, realistic, or I guess Saturday, Sunday, Monday, if you're going to match the football schedule. And, and you know what? The, the the people will say like, "Oh, it's because baseball's so long." And, I, and it, for people who don't like baseball, it is. It's long, but and we've talked about this before ad nauseum, so I won't go into too much depth on it. But football's long too. I mean, I've taken people you know who hadn't hadn't really been big football fans that get bored you watching the game and stuff like that. So, well, I mean, Josh Dracker, our uh, the. Not the gray sage, that's Brendan, but the, the wise, wise man, just to ask him, would always remind you that they play like less than 10 minutes of football in an actual football game. Yeah. But I, it's just so damn exciting, and it just generates this shit. I mean, Antonio Brown on his own it's, it's has been bananas. It's, I, I can't even... I, I would love to be a journalist right now, because it's like... like And by that, I mean I would hate to be a journalist. Because well, no, it's, I mean, it's, you, you, you're you, just done with the story, you're getting ready to submit this story, and then... Bang. News drops. All of a sudden, oh, Antonio Brown has been accused of rape. And you're like, well, that's six hours of work. Crumble that up. <laughs> throw that away. I was just looking at my phone to see if there's any more news. Yeah, I know, right? Know. Oh, look at that. Antonio Brown got picked up by the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. I thought for sure that's where he was going to go, to be honest with you. And like A lot of guys in the fantasy league were like, no, there's no way. I'm like, they've got a lot of salary cap. They have the chance to do it. And they don't They don't mind getting guys that are in the news. So We uh, we do a breaking news there, Sean. What? The Detroit Tigers have beaten the New York Yankees Ooh. 12 to 11. You think, so. you think the Yankees are really putting putting much Ooh, effort into them? Oh, this man, season? that's so brutal. The Tigers are not going to break the record for the most losses this season. Uh, that's where I'm going to end it at. That's, that's going to be it for Tigers talk. And that was Tigers talk. <laughs> yeah, it's going to no, be back, bud. No Antonio Brown news, so. It's good to be back on. I'm going to have to edit this one because uh, I'm a little rusty on the uh, the old sliders and the dials here. Yeah, just leave it. I'm just going to leave it. We're going to do it <laughs> au natural. I did want to close with this um, because I want to start getting some of our friends that listen to this involved. You and I have, have formed a gang, and we have challenged a rival gang. 
to yeah. a showdown. Yeah. Five versus five. A battle royale of karaoke. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah, Tony sure did. I mentioned this to Tony, and he has ran with it. I don't know how much he's talked to you about it. He's talked he to brought me. It up, he brought it up the last time we were there. He's like, so what do you guys, you guys got plans yet? Or this, that? I'm like, uh, no, I don't know. You get the next spot in the team, and then the last spot we gotta we got to <laughs> decide on together, because I just offered it to Ashley. Uh, she's I mean, gotta, you, could, you could pick the whole team. I don't really care. I don't really, there's not many people I know that would that'd be good for a karaoke. Sean is like the opposite of Jimmy Garoppolo. No, I guess he is Jimmy Garoppolo. He's like, yo, I don't want to talk about practice, but I am going to show up on game day. <laughs> like Alan fucking Iverson of karaoke team. Yeah, pretty I'm much. I'm going to show up do my thing i think what tony's saying is that we all do i think it was one song individual for each person on the team i think it was two sets of duets or three sets of duets and then one group song and then he wanted to do a hype song at the beginning you know that's kind of planned you know of us going back and forth kind of deal and then he mentioned possibly a carry or a, excuse me an acapella round oh god I so mean, yeah. i've i've gotten the the the, the creative juices are flowing <laughs> right now for me and I want to honestly, Sean, before we ride out, we'll ride out on this. I want to honestly propose this to you as uh, Spotify is going to take some time. What? First off, we need to find somebody that's got some pipes that's like a male that's going to sing something slower and sexy. We need a swooner, I think, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so like if, if the karaoke group's the boy band, essentially, we got to figure out, like, we've got the bad boy. That's you. <laughs> okay. We got... All right. We've got the heartthrob. That's me. Okay. All right. Now we've got the girl, and she's going to be our our uh, like the boy next door kind of you know, not quite the leader, but right. she's she's the one that rivals. She's the JC to the Justin, or she's the you know the the Nick Carter to Brian because Brian obviously was the best Backstreet Boy. Okay, um, make sure you go and follow us because you can hear Sean and I debate who was the best Backstreet Boy. <laughs> Forty five minute episode we did. You can check. It's on uh, www.speakeasysports.com slash who cares because yeah. Sean doesn't care. But I'm thinking we got to do something. Like, we got to find somebody. I'm thinking thinking we might want to add. I got some ideas. We'll come up with this. Well, we don't want to give away. We don't want to tip our We hat. don't. But here's the song. Here's the song I wanted you at least to hear uh, if this is even connected. Uh, is this going to play through the speaker? It sure will because this yeah. is where the board is. But this one. This, our, this, this will be our acapella song. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I'm thinking this is Ashley coming in right here. I'll let you know. I, I got this all planned out in my head. It came to me in the car today. That's yeah. all of us. Yeah. This is still Ashley. Whoa. I like it. I like it where we're going. It's got like a little vintage feel to it. I like this one. I like this one. You got anything you want to add, Sean, today? No, it's good to be back. We have said, fuck you, conformity. We're not going to build episodes. We're just going to sit and, and do the same thing that we love, which is just sitting and talking to each other. And we're trying to get it to happen more often. So we're going to try and get you to... We're, we'll be back. Uh, it'll post Sunday. Possibly Saturday night, but we're recording this on Tuesday. You'll get this Wednesday morning. But we're we're back, baby. It's football yeah. season. Yeah, we might toss in a couple extra episodes here and there. Yeah, we'll throw in a few on the side here, and we'll maybe, have some fun. Maybe we'll get some of these other guys back. I don't, I know Dave said he might come back for no. A everybody's back. Everybody's gonna swing oh. by. It's like because it's a revolving oh, door. We don't have you to. You don't have to show up all together. Yeah. So we're just gonna do it. So who knows? Maybe we'll get Andy, the the sexy voice of 
us back. Yes. All right. Do you like local beers? Oh yeah, we got yes. we got to we got to give a Are shout you out. A fan of locally owned businesses? Yes. Well, then come on down to the Tustin Brewing Company. We have over six local beers on tap, made in house. Come down today. Yay! Yay, indeed. When we used to have structure, we used to drink beers, but we'll yeah. we'll, we'll do that another time. Yeah, we might have a little bit of structure, I'm sure. I missed you, bud. And and by that I mean just my microphone. Missed your microphone because I've seen you so much. <laughs> oh, yeah, we hang out. Yeah, that's gonna do it for us today here at Speakeasy Sports. Check in with us on uh, on Facebook and in the Twitter profile. Fucking sucks, but I'm getting better at it. We'll Bye. Get, we'll get better at everything. Bye. Suck it, suck it, Dave. Suck it. <laughs>